Welcome to Elbow Grease. I am your host, Tavisha. Here, we talk about everything fitness. That includes the mental, physical, and sometimes even spiritual. Nothing is off topic. Hey, y'all, and welcome back to Elbow Grease. Thank you so much for joining me again. Today, I have a very special guest. Uh, I'm so excited. I can't even tell you how elated I am. The great Cara D from Millennial Love. Hello. <laughs> Thank you hey for girl. coming in from all the way from Texas to hang yeah. out with little old me. Hey, girl. <laughs> hey, we've been running our mouths for like three hours. We were supposed to record. Literally. Literally like at noon. It is like <laughs> three hours or two hours later. I'm, I can't even express to you like what it means to me to have someone who has such a successful podcast. I'm trying to be like you when I grow up. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, So the past couple of weeks, uh, Cara and I have been working together, trying to get her fitness together. Ciao. It's been a struggle. I I wouldn't say that much. Um, (laughs) You know, we all have to start somewhere. And I think that she's doing an awesome job figuring her shit out because that's what we all got to do is figure our shit out. Right. Literally. So literally. What I want, this episode today is going to be a little bit different than um, from previous weeks, even though we only had six episodes. Uh, But today I really want to talk to Cara because she's in it with everybody else as far as trying to figure out what it is that she needs to do to get her fitness where she wants it to be. Mm -hmm. So that's where we want to start today. So Cara, can you tell me a little bit about how the past couple of weeks have gone for you? First of all, I am not a quitter. So that first week, it was really hard, but I was like really dedicated. I was um, logging my meals. I was like communicating with Visha, like <laughs> in the app. And I was like, yeah, I'm like really liking it. I did all my workouts. And then like the second week, I think life kind of hit me my job got super super busy I was working a lot of late nights and so it was getting a lot more difficult for me to be able to work out in the time frames that I needed to because I would always be like okay I'm gonna work out in the morning and then I would wake up and I'll be dumb tired and I'll be like okay I'm gonna work out tonight and then I would get home from work and I would have something else to do and I'm like dang it like I can never get it right and so um I've fallen off um this week because um it's the holidays and I'm in I'm out of town from Dallas which is to be expected yes I know but I just and I'm trying not to be as hard on myself about it but um I've been trying to still eat maybe not as healthy as I was eating but like not as bad as I could well you first thing we're not always not always going to be 100 percent We know that for a fact, because if you think about anything you've ever done in your life, when have you always been on? No, you're right. Exactly. So we have to, one, understand that when the holidays come around, we want to try and be prepared for that. But also, we want to know that it's okay if we're not 100% as long as we don't lose sight of where we're trying to go. Like, if you came here and you told me, girl, I've been drinking and smoking and doing all these other type of things (laughs) all day, all night. Um, then I'd be like, hold on now, wait a minute. Right. Um, but that's not the case. So there, you know, are going to be mitigating circumstances, but as long as you can understand that you have a responsibility to treat yourself well, I mm-hmm. think that you will automatically on some level be cognizant of what it is uh, that you're doing and how it's going to affect you. And this is a prime opportunity for you to know, since you have a week of good and a week of not so good, kind of do a compare and contrast of how you felt Yes, I was going to get into that. Sorry to cut <laughs> no. you off. But like I was, te- I, I think I texted you the other day. I was like, I can literally tell the difference in between how my body feels and how my body like actually works. Mm-hmm. Like you, whenever I was eating a lot better, I was going to the bathroom more regularly. I felt mm-hmm. obviously more energy. And I know this is kind of cliche, but like when I was working out in the mornings, I had hella energy during the day. Like it really does. Turn up. Your body really does like. It treats you well when you treat it well, but then... Oh, oh, hold on, hold back. Say that one more time. <laughs> it treats... Your body treats you well when you treat it well. Nice. That's that's one of my yeah. one of my mantras. Yeah, it really does. And and I don't, like... And, and I know that, and as much as I know that, I, I still am struggling with maintaining and, like, continuing... Continuing... Ugh, I can't get my words out. Continuously being consistent. 
even though I know that like my body's gonna feel better, I'm gonna feel better, I'm gonna have more energy, I still struggle with the consistency. And that's part of the process. You've been doing this for a week, two weeks. Did you expect to have it where you needed to be in two weeks? I know. I and I'm trying to give myself grace, but I also can't give myself too much grace. Because then I'll be like, well, you know, <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I just started. And then t- two months later, I'm like, oh, I just started. And then, you know, so I, I don't want to give myself too much grace, but I also don't want to beat myself up about it. So there's a there's a balance that I'm trying to find that I haven't found yet. That's, that's I don't know. It, it's, um I just... Another part of it, too, is that, like, my boyfriend, I mean, I know I talk about him all the time. I know y'all probably think of him. Ben is very healthy just generally. Like, he just, he eats, like, for a snack, he eats, like, fruit. Like, he does not, he's just super health conscious. Mm-hmm. I'm not as health conscious, and so I I want to be more like him, and I, and I know he wants me to be. And so that's kind of a, a, a point of contention in our relationship, and I don't want it to be. I, I want us to be in sync about you know almost everything okay so what i'm hearing you say is that you're focusing on what's not going right instead of what is going right which is the fact that your folk that you are you have started there are so many people who haven't started um and that's okay too because sometimes you have to mentally prepare yourself to get started you've done that work so Mm -hmm. you've done the initial work and now you've started um, so if you have some time where you're not on the path, then that's okay too. We just have to make sure that we circle back around and don't completely fall off the wagon, which I hope that doing this podcast today will help you get back get back on it and recenter. So, For sure. And then, and then I can say from my personal experience, so I'm not just, it's all one-sided thing, like um, because I'm about to move to Arizona, I haven't worked out at all this week and granted I've had other personal things going on but I know that when I get back on it because I will that I'm going to have to focus in a little bit more maybe ease myself back into it but that doesn't mean that I'm any less of a person or any less of a trainer it means that I'm human and I'm living my life and I got to figure it out just like everybody else it's true so with all that being said I want to kind of change gears a little bit and talk a little bit more about your experience with um, the app um, and how that's how that's making it a little bit more um, I don't want to say easier but manageable for you but before we get into that um, with the app um, I do also do training on the side I'm not just a podcast host not just a boxer <laughs> but I also uh, am a personal trainer at all in real life that's literally how I support my family of one if you're on Instagram, you saw that post. <laughs> um, so with the app, I'm able to virtually train Cara since we do live in two different states, if you're wondering how that was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that app, I can she can take her before and after pictures, her progress pictures. I can send her videos of what workout she's supposed to be doing. Um, and if she has questions, there is an interface for um, a messenger chat as well. So basically anything that she needs is in the app. It also gives her charts of her progress, mm-hmm. weight loss, um, changes in body fat measurements, as well as nutrition. So everything is covered in this app. If you're interested, I'll put a link to my website in the, um, the show notes and we can go from there. So just talk to me a little bit about your experience with the app, because I think about anybody who's attempted fitness at this point. I think that the, the research shows that about 50 percent of people have tried um, an app. So what has your experience been like with that? The app is actually super user friendly. It reminds me of like a MyFitnessPal type of app. If you have something like that, to be honest, it, it literally lays out what you're supposed to do. So like it'll be like day one, week one. You know, you're supposed to do this workout. It sounds like that. I don't know. That's how I imagine. <laughs> if it was talking, it day would one, be, hey, week one, day one, week one. Uh, if it was talking, I imagine it talking like that. But no, like it, it literally like lays it out on the front page. Like, this is your workout for this particular day of this particular week. It talks about like you need to, and it gives you reminder. You can set up reminders. So it'll be like, you haven't um, checked in for your workout today. Are you going to check in for your workout today? Or it'll be like you haven't. Um, you need to put your, uh, after the beginning of each week, it says you need to weigh in. And so it's, it's like I said, I mean, it's super user-friendly. The interface is, like, very easy to use, very colorful, I guess. 
<laughs> yeah, it's a, I mean, it's, and I like it because it's for people that are on the go and I'm always on my phone anyway. So why not use it for something training related? I thought that it would be perfect for you. Um, and, yeah. and, and it's also something that makes it easier for me because um, while I have the default interface and I have it from a trainer's point of view, I can see exactly what's going on. If you checked in, um, if you are, you know, if you, it'll ask you how your workout went and you can put in notes yourself and, and um, text me back or email me back about how your workout has gone. Even if like, if you don't have a solid hour or two hours to go and see a trainer to drive to a trainer, you can work out where you are. And it's so much, uh, so easy for me because even if you don't have access to a gym, um, I can give you workouts that are just for your body weight or, you know, give you ideas on what uh, equipment that you can use around your house because everybody has like a jug of water or gallon of water or, you know, a brick laying around or some tools laying around that you can use as a weight. Because mm-hmm. as we all know, if I mentioned, as I've mentioned before, if you want to change your body composition, you have to move some weight. That could be your body weight or it could be um, free weights, dumbbells, kettlebells, barbells and all that jazz. Um, if you're interested or you want to learn more, please go ahead and check me out at Tavisha.com or you can shoot me an email at elbowgreasepod.com. Definitely want to interact with more people about that. But back to Cara. Thank you for hearing me a little bit and talking about that. Cara, before we um, started this podcast, we were talking a little bit about your questions about time management and how we can most effectively manage it. So where do you feel like you struggle the most, I guess I should say? So my biggest struggle right now with time management is is largely based on my job. I have been extremely busy. It's just a busy season right now. Either Christmas time or the holiday time is either like super slow or super slammed. And I have been slammed. Like things have just been literally due back to back to back to back. Mm-hmm. I have something to do the day after Christmas that I actually probably need to work on today. I have something. I have a really big deposition to do on January 4th. My parents are coming in town for New Year's. So it's like I just I literally just have these back to back things. And and last week I had about three. I had six or seven things I had to get done in that week time right. span. And they were like there were like hard deadlines for those. I'm I'm having to and I think I'll get to that in a second, but I, I, I'm having to really like learn how to plan and I need to get better with. So if I see that I'm going to have an insane week in like three weeks, then I need to prepare for that in advance. It's more it's that's becoming more difficult because I'm consistently busy. So it's not like like, oh, my week is slow. Like, I can just, like, you know, do something that's due three weeks from now. Like, literally, if, if I have a week, like, literally, I usually have at least three big things due Okay, one week. So, talking about managing your time in a sense of you have to carve out time to get things done. Mm-hmm. One of the things that has worked for me is putting things down in order of importance. I mm. am not the best writer. Um, I'm not good at journaling. Um, and I'm definitely not good at keeping a planner. But yeah, you are. Stop. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because when it when planning. it when it comes down to it, though, what I realize in my life is things that I know that will benefit me that I'm not good at. Those are the things that I need to focus on. Yeah. Which is why you see my planner looking like it looks. I forgive myself that you know there will be like three good weeks, solid weeks where I'm got stickers in my planner. Like I have every every second of the day planned, and then like the next two weeks, maybe something minor that I've made into a, you know a gigantic mountain happens in my life and I just throws me completely off mm-hmm. off kilter. Mm-hmm. So I said all that to say prioritizing uh, in the order of importance. Um, you know me, self-care is always going to be up there at the top. If not the first thing, it's not going to be lower than three. Um, and so after that, I have to fit everything else around it because of the struggle that I went through with my mother having sickle cell. I understand that if you don't have your health, Nothing else matter. Yeah, matters, and I feel like we're all guilty of taking advantage of our health, but you're not always gonna gonna have it. Um, you know, you, you may be here one day and gone the next, or maybe God forbid, some something that you didn't foresee happening with your health. We're not always going to have it, and as you know, as you get older, it deteriorates unless you do something to actively or proactively slow that process down. And that's yeah. what I'm obsessed with. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say like, and I don't remember if I said this on the podcast or if it was when we were talking, but. 
beforehand. But one of my biggest reasons for wanting to start back working out was for my health because I, my granddad passed away from colon cancer. I don't necessarily know if it could have been prevented if he would have done X, Y, Z for his health. But I feel like a lot of the diseases that are killing, especially black people, are health related. I agree. Heart disease. Agreed. You no know, diabetes. Agreed. All of this stuff has something to do with your weight and no or doubt your inability or your not inability, but your the fact that you're not working out, the fact that you're not moving, the fact that, you know, you're sedentary and our bodies aren't meant to be in sedentary states. Kind of going down a rabbit hole on that point. Mm-hmm. Um, we already have so much to focus on outside of our health. And I feel like as a people, especially as an African-American or a black woman, who is bisexual. So I check off literally all the minority boxes. There is a check <laughs> off. Um, there, there are so many things that are against me from the start. Um, and so prioritizing my health may not always be the top thing because I'm in survival mode. And when you are stuck in survival mode, mm-hmm. there is no health. You're just trying to make it from one day to the mm-hmm. next. Like looking at your bank account and having $2 in it mm-hmm. is not the jizz. It's not what's up. It's not the move at all. So, you become obsessed with trying to make more money and, and putting in the grind and the hustle. And I feel like up until recently, like a couple of years ago, I'm just now at the point to where I can focus on, you know, m- my health. So I guess the question is, is, um, and I want to ask you this question because I just don't want it to come from me. Yeah. How is it that, you know, it, even when you, you know, weren't always when you were a student and you were trying to prioritize your health and you had to study or whatever, you had a, you know, your first job out of college when you weren't able to necessarily put your health uh, at a, as a top priority. And even now you're having a little trouble doing that. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the things that you think that you can do um, immediately to start moving the right process? Maybe not give you all the answers, but yeah. start you toward finding that answer. What, what do you think those things are? I think one of the, the biggest things for me is mindset. I have to change it. And I think that the reasoning behind me personally not being able to really focus on it is because there's no instant gratification. Mm. And there's no... That's important. Guaranteed. There is a guaranteed gratification, but I've, I've never... I won't say never. In recent years, I haven't made it to the point of the gratification. I always fall off before. And so I never get to see the fruits of my labor. With working out, I mean, with with work, like actual, like my job, Mm -hmm. when I do a paper and I read it and I turn it in and my boss says that's a good job, that's like, oh, this is what I'm doing it for. Like, with working out, you do feel better. And there is a sense of, you know, I just, I, I, I feel like I just be, I feel like I be feeling myself a little bit, you know? But it isn't a, I look in the mirror and my foop is gone, mm. you know? Or I got, you know, d- definition in my arms. I mean, I'm an ex-cheerleader too. So I've been in the best shape of my life. I have, you know, I was a competitive cheerleader in right. high school. I did competitive cheerleading mm-hmm. in college. Like, I know that, you know, that lifestyle. So I was very, you know, very health conscious. Um, Very, like, I worked out. I did all of that stuff. So I know what my body can do. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's kind of such a distant memory that and and we as humans you know we're, we're funny because we remember the things we we, we want to exactly we forget those things mm-hmm. that we want to as well so but isn't it funny though how we forget the good things um your body changes immediately after you work out so if for no other reason if you can just lift some weights or push something you know go outside and take a jog you're you will burn extra calories after you uh like for i don't know like the next 24 to 48 hours after you work out. So if you can do that every other day, then then that helps. But kind of got off topic. Going back yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. what um, Cara just said, there is instant gratification when you're working out, um, especially when it comes to the mental aspect. And that is why I started talking about keeping a journal or mm-hmm. keeping a planner. Because if you can jot down what those things are, no, you're not going to remember because it is a small thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe you had energy or maybe you were able to remember what you're supposed to do three weeks ago and you finally remember three weeks, three weeks later. You don't normally uh, record that or recollect that or celebrate that as a, as a win. So not saying that you had to go out and have a drink and celebrate. Oh, yeah, I remember what I was supposed to do three weeks ago today. You don't have to do that. But what I do strongly suggest you do is write down everything that's positive that's happening as a result of you working out. Mm, that might be a good thing yeah 
Because if you do that, those things compound and they become larger and they become more significant in your life. Maybe it was you got better quality of sleep and you worked out and you, you worked out, you went to sleep, you woke up. And the first thing you were, you were thinking about was, oh, my God, I'm so tired. I want to go back to bed. You thought about what you had to do for the day or, you know, you put on an extra cute outfit because you were feeling good, you know, things like that. And then reward yourself for it. It could be like for me it'd be a pair of new shoes. Um, what would it be for you? A reward? It would be food, which is not a good thing. <laughs> but it can no. be food, though, because as you decide and make a, you know, a cognizant choice to eat healthier, your palate changes as well. So that does happen over time. Granted, it's not an overnight thing, but if you keep at it, then your treat could be, I don't know, what's something that I, I like to eat healthy. I like to eat a lot of things. I love pomegranates, and I will go buy a pomegranate and just save it until I absolutely just crave it. Like, I can't have it. Like, oh, I want the pomegranate, but not right now, like. I need to have it like right now. So a, a thing for me would be to have my gallon of water by my tub, my pomegranate, and then get in the tub with uh, my my bath my bath bomb. That oh, sounds yeah, so I basic, but no, I, I feel you on that. Uh, so that that for me is like a treat. I'm in heaven, like I'm dancing while I'm in the tub, like like a baby when they, that loves to take baths and play with the toys and the, the floaties and the bath water. She's actually dancing. <laughs> Because it's true, but you become lame like that with yourself and you can laugh at yourself because it's the simple things that you begin to enjoy when you realize of how much better you feel. Um, and it's not something that you can understand until you actually put in the effort. And then actually after that, knowing that you put in the work and seeing the results of it, of how you feel and going back and flipping through the pages of your journal is so fun. It's so like, I did that. I was doing what? Mm -hmm. I worked out three times a week and I ran three miles on top of Oh, I was doing it that week. Let me mm -hmm. see if I can do it again this week. Mm -hmm. Those type of things happen. So have you considered doing that or have you tried that yet? I have not. And I think <laughs> that, that I was so loud. I don't know why I was just loud right now. Y'all don't worry about me. I'm just, don't, I'm special. Um, I haven't, but that is a really good idea. And I think it goes to the point that we were talking about earlier where black women, we never celebrate ourselves enough. And I've said this on Millennial Love. That is so times. true. We really, and I would say black people, but, but especially black women, because we have to always be five steps ahead of not only everybody else, but ourselves. It's a learned behavior. It really is, because we're, we're constantly in survival mode, and we're constantly trying to take, make it to the next benchmark instead of reveling in where we are I feel like at 34 I'm just not beginning to come out of survival mode and I almost feel guilty about it yeah because uh, innately yeah. I want to be like there's more that I could be doing like there's somebody over here I could be helping like I shouldn't be in the tub for an hour yeah. like I mean there's work yeah. I could be doing there's a port I could be running or there's somebody I forgot to call back you know I was supposed to call him back 30 minutes ago and I'm not gonna call him back for two hours like that's the rabbit yeah. hole that my brain um, goes down or I could be coming up with ideas for the podcast you ain't did that in two days or so what's work what's, what's what's really the deal you're always feeling like you have to do more N like nothing is ever enough and that's it's it's a good thing to some regard because we do work hard we make sure that you know not only we are taken care of but everyone around us but then on the flip side it's it's and I think I use this term it's self-deprecating because literally you are so hard on yourself. We, not you, we are so hard mm -hmm. on ourselves that we never just take the time to say, wow, like you really did something cool today. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like, you know, you really got that new job or you really like ran three miles. Speaking or of, did you, did you tell anybody that yet? No. You want to share the, the news? I got a new job, guys. <laughs> Balling! <laughs> I got a new job. It's a really nice bump in salary, so I am really excited. But I haven't had a moment where, and I, no, not had, I have not carved out a moment. I like how you went and corrected because, that. Because, yeah, because I can't blame it on anybody. It's really me. I haven't carved out a moment where I really have just, like, celebrated that and celebrated the fact that I really, like, spoken into existence so let me ask you this question what does that celebration look like created in your mind for me well out loud um re for me because i'm very cerebral i i really just want to like sit and Professor think X. about <laughs> not that kind <laughs> i do like for me a celebration is really like sitting and being like you know what car like this is like really just kind of 
having a pep talk with myself about how excited I am about it. I don't know. It, it's nothing. It's nothing external. It's very like internal and just like. But have sitting. you had the 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 talk with yourself yet? No. Okay. So can we plan that? Yes. Um, <laughs> it may not happen today, but it's going to happen this weekend. I think tomorrow I have just like a little bit of time to really just like sit and like that. I just haven't had time to like just sit with myself. Mm-hmm. And I really need just like that alone time to just really be like, you know, you did it, girl. I think I'm going to do the same thing because I am I have a new job as well working for my mentor. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm super excited because I get to reunite with some of my old clients who've become some of my best life friends. You can see them on my website. I've highlighted them as well because they're some of the people that I trained. I'm so proud Mm -hmm. of them for getting their results and getting hitting their goals. But I'm going to be driving across the country. Um, so it's it's a three day, two night trip. I have nothing but time. So you're gonna be thinking all about all it. the way there. I'm gonna be tired of thinking. No more thinking after I get there for like two days. <laughs> <laughs> I actually love driving in that respect. Like I I literally like well it's shit. Relaxing. You can come and drive me. I would if I could totally take off work because I actually really like road trips. I enjoy them. They like it, it. I can, but my max is eight hours a day. Well, hold on now. When you going back to Texas? <laughs> Yeah, about that. <laughs> about that. But yeah, I, I think road trips are, are an excellent time to really self-reflect and really just like talk to yourself. This will be my third time doing it. And every time I've I've had um, a good breakdown where well, I had a good cry. Yeah. I've laughed myself to death. I've had good memories of my mom because I have a playlist that's dedicated to the songs my mom likes. Aww. And so I'll play that and that's like three hours. So I have to mentally get prepared for that because that could go either way. It could be happy. Yeah, you could be <laughs> a, a happy, but then, yeah, you could, it could go to the And I have to pull over because I can't see because I'm crying so hard. But um, I, I, that's all a part of the, the growth process and reliving, you know, the good times. And, and, and sometimes not the, such the good times, but I'm able to remember things that happened that weren't favorable and not take the pain with it and just have the memory to help me, to help keep me focused on what the end goal is. So, yeah. I wanted to kind of switch gears a little bit and talk about your why. And that's one of my past episodes. I think it was episode four, three or four, that talks about keeping the main thing the main thing. Mm -hmm. Why do you feel like for you as well as, you know, in in what you observed in in your life and maybe some of your friends' lives as well, why is it you feel like you've had trouble keeping the main thing the main thing which is ultimately taking care of your person because like I said before mm-hmm. if you're not doing that at some point nothing else is going to matter that's a complicated answer that I don't really know the full ex- the, I don't know the full answer well I'm not you don't have to give me all your 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 life details but yeah yeah being that you don't have the answer that's one thing that I want to challenge you to do is figure out what that that answer is and what that looks like for you um and that makes it take some time but as of what comes to your mind right now what are some of the things that you think not the surface stuff oh uh, work gave me another assignment but because I'm a firm believer and I know I said this last episode that if you want to do something you're going to make time and find time for it absolutely so what is it do you think that's keeping you from keeping the main thing the main thing comfortability I guess in what sense in that I have a boyfriend that is in love with me and I look the way that I look and you know I think I've I've gotten this far looking like this so it's kind of like I'm not I'm not saying that that is a legitimate and or no I, be- I believe that you, <laughs> I believe that you believe that that is an answer and it is an answer there is no right or wrong answer but is that really it if you're not happy with the way you look or not satisfied? Um, no, it's not. And why is it okay for him to be okay with your body? When I'm not okay. Exactly. Yeah. No, you're right. Mind you, your relationship is goals, but... <laughs> No, we're, we're crazy. We're two crazy individuals. Well, it works. So that's all that matters. We're so crazy. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, no, you're right. I, I don't have a rebuttal because you're absolutely right. And, like, the thing is, is I consider myself somewhat successful mm-hmm. in my career. In Girl, don't lie. I don't want to, I don't like, I don't like to boast. Okay, well, <laughs> this bitch is the shit. The shit. <laughs> the shit. Like, Thank you. I'm going to call her when I've had kidney legal trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. If you have labor and employment issues, hit me up. Um, but no, like I, I, I consider myself successful. I, I you know, I have a career, a, a thriving career. I have a podcast. I have a blog. She has everything. I no, I don't. I wish. Except the two point five babies. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. Them babies coming. But them, no, like I, them babies. Them babies. <laughs> My sister I asked her what she wanted for Christmas. She said a niece or a nephew. I was like, well, um, that's out. So Agreed. What? <laughs> Um, but yeah, like, you know, I consider myself a hard worker and I do, when I want something, I go and I get it. I saw my boyfriend at the, you know, the student center. That's interesting. And I know, I know. (laughs) I saw my boyfriend at the student center and I went up and I was like, hey, I'm going to give you my number. Oh. And that's how we started talking. He never called until after I got (laughs) offline. Then he was like, oh, okay. Hey, I'm like, "Mm mm-hmm, nigga. But, you know usually when I want something, I get it. I do it. I say I wanted to start making Snapchat filters. I did it. I said I wanted to start a podcast. I did it. I said I wanted to be a lawyer. I did it. This is the, and I don't under, I don't, I can't, that's why I said I don't know what my answer is because I don't know why I can't take care of my body. Okay, so I can give you from my perspective of, how my life was worked and how I was able to figure it out. And then I can give you my two cents on where I feel like um, you may not, because I'm on the outside looking in. So when you're in it, you don't always see it. Um, and so from, true. as it pertains to me, my mom had a terminal disease. She had sickle cell anemia my whole life. And so knowing that a parent is going to die your whole life, like knowing that it could happen at any moment, mm-hmm. Um, because they told her when she was two that she wasn't going to make it to five. And then they told her when she had me or when she got pregnant with me that she may die having me. Um, And so it just was like morbid news all the time. So that is my catalyst. And then seeing that, you know, in the African-American community, and it's very prominent in my family that we, I don't want to say we don't value our health, but maybe we don't understand the importance of it. And when we have these preventable diseases, like Kara mentioned, um, heart disease, diabetes, um, uh, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, mm-hmm. all those things, we think that that's just a part of life. Um, gluttony is real out here. Yeah. And so if we're talking about spirituality, you know, that's not something that we want to engage in on a consistent basis, which is why we eventually have, um, have uh, some consequences. But for me, it was bringing it back full circle. It was my mom being sick. And then understanding at an early age, because I was always in sports, understanding that how I treated my body affected my performance. And I'm competitive mm-hmm. as hell. You probably won't meet somebody who's more competitive as it pertains to sports. And so if I saw somebody who had something that I wanted to have physically or they were performing better than me or they beat me in something, I'm going to make them my best friend. I'm not a jealous-hearted person. I'm going to make you my best friend and be like, hey, girl. So what did you do the other day? What you be doing? Right. I need to do, what? Can I come over? That, that's, that's me. So um, for me, having something so detrimental as, you know, having a parent who has a terminal illness, which I wouldn't wish on anybody. Um, and it's sad that it took something so dramatic, drastic for me to do that, for me to focus on it like that, for me to do it. Um, but it did. But I know that that's, that's my thing. And so I'm hoping that nobody else has to have something that serious to happen. And that's the purpose of elbow grease is to make sure to help people understand that your health, your wealth, it is, those are, those are one and the same thing. Um, It doesn't matter if you can be a billionaire. If you don't have your health, how are you going to enjoy your money? How are you going to enjoy that yacht? Um, And it goes the same as, you know, anything in your life. And so moving on to Cara, Cara, I feel like, with you because everything has come I don't want to say it's come easy but but it's yeah um you know 100% for a fact that you have to do a b and c to get this result and everything that you listed to me um your career the podcast snapchat filters there was instructions you go a b c and you get the result Mm -hmm. there is no 
laid out instructions for your fitness. And so it is an ongoing process. Um, you're always going to be mitigating it because your body changes. So what you have to do to get to your result is going to change. What you're yeah. going to have to, what you have to do to change to, to maintain it is going to change as you get older. All of that in consideration, understanding and truly, truly understanding that your fitness is not a destination. It's going to be a journey just like your life will help you to kind of perceive it in a, in a, in a more manageable, more workable, more carving out timeable, if that's a word way. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think partially fitness for a lot of people that aren't just like into fitness is I'm going to do this so that I can look good in this bikini when I go to Miami. Exactly. And then once you go to Miami, it's like, oh, okay, I'm about to go just like to yeah, eat and whatever Because it's not something you can attach an angle right. to. Right. And so that, I think I and my, my therapist actually pointed this out to me. I, I focus on angles. So that's how I like move through life. Like mm -hmm. as a kid, I hated being a child, but I was like, ooh, once I just get to 18. I did that. I think everybody did that though. You know. <laughs> Once I just get to 18, I'm out the house. Then once I, you know, once I get there, I'm like, oh, man, all I got is four more years. Mm -hmm. And then I'm here. And then, oh, man, all I got is three more years of law school. And then I'm here. And then I'm like, oh. So I struggled entering the workforce because there's no definitive end goal. Mm. It's like, yeah, you work for like eight years and you might make partner. Right. You know, but there's no like if you start here, you're going to end here. Mm -hmm. There is no definitive end goal. And so I struggle with that. Um, I think you hit the nail on the head. I have struggled with with journeys that have no particular end goal. I have struggled with being in serious relationships because they have no marriage in quotes is an end goal, but mm -hmm. but marriage is the beginning of a relationship. I mean, literally, marriage is a lifetime commitment, but it scared the fuck out of me mm -hmm. because I'm like, there is no end goal. Like end goal is death. Like I'm going to die loving you like that is a difficult thing for me to grasp conceptually because every time I have reached a goal it has been a definitive end goal two things one have you tried to plan things since you're in goal oriented mm -hmm. start from death and plan it backwards until now and then you can flip it and go back okay but with that being said, that could be twofold because it could go either way. You could be like, okay, well, by the time I'm supposed to be 40, I'm supposed to be doing this and I'm not doing that. So be malleable um, with that. And um, that's something that I've had to do. I've only been able to, the, and the way my mind works is if I can't conceive it, then I don't think I can do it. I need to be able to see a clear path to what I'm, is I'm trying to get mm -hmm. to before I can even start it. And so if I can't see that, then I have to... I will put myself in a position so I can can be able to see it. And so I think where the mistake is in that is not seeing the whole picture. And I think that's what they say that a lot of females do is they don't see the whole picture. They just focus on in increments. Well, see, I'm the opposite of you. If I like I'll start something because I'll be like, I'm going to just do it. Mm -hmm. But I don't even know how I'm going to get like I know what the end goal is, but mm -hmm. I don't know how I'm going to get there. But I know what the end goal is. So I know at some point. I'm going to get there, but I don't have to know the clear path. Mm -hmm. So which that's weird for me mentally with the working out because I, there is no definitive end goal, right? I mean, there is, right? To some extent, I mean, you set, you set, and maybe that's what I need to do is set many goals within the entire fitness journey. But I also want to add, that's a great, that's a great point. But I also want to add into that other layer is enjoying the process and that's something that I've had to really really and I still struggle with it I've got it down sometimes but in more often times than not I have to reel myself back in and come have a comes to Jesus moment with myself mm -hmm. and say look enjoy this process because you're missing things when you don't enjoy the process if you're so laser focused on the end goal so that's you know what I want to see if that's something that you'd be open to do is enjoying um the process um, because your fitness is going to be a lifelong process. And if you perceive it from that angle as it being a process and not an end goal, what I know you're hardwired to do, um, the process is the end goal. Yes, and that that makes a lot of sense. It, it, it It's going to take a change and a shift in focus. Absolutely. And, and, it's, and I think that it's, it's going to be a lifestyle change for me, not even in the sense of, of fitness being a lifestyle change, but in – 
changing my mindset. Being exactly. Change because mm-hmm. even in my career, I have to like, I can't like your career isn't set in stone. Like I could, you know, something could happen tomorrow and I can't practice law anymore. Mm-hmm. Then what? You know, I have to make sure that like it's sustainable. It's sustainable because end goals are not always sustainable. Mm-hmm. Having them is not always sustainable. Um, I think that's a good point. So I'm actually, I'm my, actually about to take some notes. <laughs> <laughs> my question to you is what's the first step that we can take? And I'm talking to myself 100 with this as well that we can do to um, focus on the process. I know what I want to say, but I want to I want you to from your perspective as well. Man, I think most of mine is just all about mindset. If my mind ain't in it, if I don't have the right mindset, like I'm not going to be able to do anything. But what's so, it going to take for you to get that mindset um, and to maintain it? Yeah, the maintenance part. Because I can, you know. You can I'm, do it for I'm a week. I'm a really good starter. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can start my <laughs> butt off. You hear me? That 100-meter dash, you I got can, it on lock. I can start my butt off. But that marathon? But that mm. finish. Yeah, you know, um, I think it's going to take some tough love from my trainer. I got that. It's also going to take me just really honestly just doing it. I just have to, like, stop making excuses for myself and for, like. So I'm going to peel another layer back. When you make an excuse about your fitness, what's something that you can immediately say to yourself to, I don't want to say negate it, but override it? You don't want to die at 40. That's that's extreme. That's one. Well, <laughs> all right. Also, two, you don't want to be fat at your wedding. Three, you don't want to be fat after you have kids. In the thought process of not wanting to work out and deciding not to work out because you don't want to, have you actually said those things to yourself in the no. moment? Okay. When do those thoughts normally come? Once I look in the mirror, like, as I ain't worked out in a few weeks. Okay. I'll be like, okay, I'm feeling a little fat today. So we have to intentionally change our thoughts which is a thought process all in of itself Mm -hmm. so what are those three things again that you're going to say to yourself when you immediately after you say you don't want to work out or you don't feel like it don't want to die at 40 okay don't want to be fat at my wedding (laughs) and i'm writing these down actually (laughs) and i don't want to balloon after i have kids Okay, so I'm going to go into, before we jump back into this, I'm going to segue a little bit into the reasonings why it's important to start with your fitness earlier than later. Right now is a perfect time. Um, The more muscle you have on your body, the easier it is to maintain, Mm -hmm. which is why I always encourage, and I will, literally, this is me preaching right now because it's that important, so I'm stepping up onto my pulpit right now for like a minute. And that'll and that'll and and that'll be it. Um, so, when you're working out, you have to have to have to have strength training. You have to move some weight. Doesn't matter what kind of weight it is. It could be body weight. It could be I don't know your your five pound bag of dog food. Whatever it is, you have to feel burn in your muscle. So you have to get uncomfortable to get comfortable to change your body composition. I don't care how you start. You just need to start. If you do not start your muscles will literally atrophy, which means that they will disappear. Um, Fat doesn't disappear. Um, Those fat cells just get smaller. So the more fat cells you have, they will always be there. They just shrink. Your muscles do actually atrophy. You do lose them. So when you start having knee problems or your back starts hurting, I encourage you to do two things. Start training. If you can't afford a trainer, get on YouTube and do some YouTube videos and understand proper movement with the six movement patterns that I've been going through the past six weeks. Um, and then two, get a trainer if you can, if you can. And then the third one, I said, no, I said two, but I'm gonna add another one in there. <laughs> and then the third one will be to stretch because if you do not stretch one, you're starting a new program. So one, your muscles are going to be sore Two, they're going to be tight. And three, now you're trying to use those sore and tight muscles. That is a perfect recipe for injury. So three things. If you can't afford a trainer, you can listen to me. You can email me. I can help you out. Um, two, um, I you, if you can't afford a trainer, then get one in your area. If you want to be virtually trained by me, I can do that with for you as well. And then three, stretch. Um, those are the three most important things as far as physically getting active. Because when you get sick, you go to the doctor. If you are unsure about how to work out, then you can get a trainer. Or YouTube. School YouTube is very is very educational as well. 
Scoliosis. Stepping off the pulpit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to. I had to refresh people's memories. I gotta put it in every episode because it's that important. That's the whole purpose of of what I'm doing. Yeah, it's how I pay my bills. And y'all, <laughs> you know, I don't want y'all to think I'm out here being a fat slob because I'm not. I, no, I, she's know, not. I'm not, you know, I'm not my the way that I would like to be, but I'm also not huge. So I don't want people to feel like um, you have to, to wait until you get, you know, you know, all, you know, out of shape. I mean, I'm not in shape, but I'm also not not in shape, if that makes sense. <laughs> um, but also, I don't want people to feel like you have to be that there is a, a right time to start too. Like I feel like just starting, like just start. It doesn't matter if you, if you don't have the money because you can go to Starbucks and get access to Wi-Fi on your, on your phone or borrow somebody's phone or laptop and YouTube it. Um, you can go to the library even if you don't have a phone and, and, and YouTube it there. So there are ways if you really want to focus on your health because um, health is wealth, um, there, there is a way. And like I said, you can always, always, always email me because I get so geeked. I nerd out when I'm able to help somebody uh, as far as their fitness goals is concerned because mm-hmm. I understand how important how important it is. So, Kara, with all that being said, in closing, what do you feel like is, a, is some takeaways from this episode and what do you want to leave in as, as a parting message? Takeaways. Uh, one, I need to change my mindset as it relates to fitness the fitness journey being the end goal and not having an end goal. That really spoke to me because I hadn't, I hadn't thought of it in that, in those terms before. I love aha moments and light bulbs. Yeah. It was a light bulb Two, I think, I mean, as cliche as this, as this particular phrase is health is wealth. And I think that at the end of the day, I can be an amazing person, but if I only live until I'm 40, people aren't really going to be able to see how amazing I am. Oh, so I like that. That's know, a good quote. You know, for real. <laughs> like, I mean, I can be like, people can be, oh my God, car is so great. But then I only live for 40 years, mm-hmm. you know, and I only live for 40 years because I had a heart attack at 40 because mm-hmm. I was eating donuts every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's this snowball. Now that she does that, because she doesn't. No, I don't. I actually haven't eaten a donut in a really long time. But, but they're good, though. You're in Georgia with Krispy Kreme. Donuts are great. Donuts <laughs> are great. I've actually had way better than Krispy Kreme somewhere else. What? In Louisiana. They have this donut place. I don't remember the name of it, but anyway, it's amazing. Why haven't in I Baton heard? In Rouge. Uh, okay, I gotta go. Yeah, you do. Ah, I forgot the name of it. I'll, I'll tell you after, because I need to, I'll Google it. Anyway. How did I go to Southern and miss all that? Well, it was new. Oh, gotcha. It was new, and it's they brought it from Homa. Yeah, since Home I graduated from yeah. ever ago. Yeah. Um, I didn't, I wasn't saying you were old. <laughs> I was agreeing with you. Um, it was an agreement. Um, yeah, health is wealth. And I think that um, every time I talk to Visha, I get a renewed sense of purpose as it relates to my workout. Well, so thank, thank you. you. Um, You're welcome. And in closing, I just want to make sure that outside of being fine on the gram, <laughs> which is, which she is which is important I, I i also want longevity as it relates to not just my relationship because i do want you know whenever i do get married i want my husband to be attracted to me mm-hmm. but i also want valid. to maintain huh valid oh yeah <laughs> I, I i also want to maintain a healthy like awareness and love for my own body and I think that that is that for me is like number one. Ding, ding. I, well, maybe number two, because number one's health. Number one, I want to love my body because I love it. But I that's a part of health, too, if you think. If you yeah, know. a mental. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's emotional and mental health. I, I, I need to love my body. And although I, you know, I like my body, mm-hmm. I don't love my body. And I think that once I get to that point of loving my body, that's when it'll be somewhat of an end goal for me. The gates of heaven are going to open right on up. Mm-hmm. You walk right on through like, I'm yeah. here. I'm fine or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to second that because the fitness journey is something that's a process that, that takes the, your whole life. I know that to be true because as a boxer um, and as an athlete that's played sports where your weight is of a constant struggle to maintain and look a certain way um I haven't always been the healthiest so 
from the outside, it may look like I've always, you know, only eaten kale and spinach. I, I have struggled with my weight in the sense of I need to be a certain weight for my performance. I have in the previous um, in the previous years struggled with my body image and loving my body. At this point, being being 34 and understanding that this is probably not going to change and understanding now that I don't want to put in the work and I don't have to put in the work to be, you know, the, the, the most fittest, least fat having version of myself. I'm okay with looking like a regular person. Um, I'm okay with where I am. And so I think once I discovered that and I accepted that, it's been so easy to manage my weight, so easy to enjoy foods that I like to eat because I'm a sucker for a good dark chocolate bar, you know, a, 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 some good bourbon. Normally I would just save it for once or twice a month, but I don't want to sacrifice my quality of life and neither should you. But there has to be some rules and boundaries as with there is, as there has to be in every other aspect of your life. Mm-hmm. But you can still have the quality of life that you want. With all that being said, the first step can be the toughest, but that's why elbow grease exists. I, like I said before, I want to encourage you to hit me up via email um, or social media. The email is elbowgreasepod at gmail. And the social media is at Tavisha. Again, it's still Ratchet and always and will forever be. The mm. name is spelled T as in Tom, A, V as in Victor, E, R, S as in Sam, H, A, Tavisha. It's spelled Tavisha. I know. Don't judge me. And mm-hmm. that's on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, and Facebook. Or you can uh, follow me on at elbowgreasepod on Instagram or Twitter. Um, and like I said before, pretty soon I'm going to be her- hosting and virtually training three people. So that's why it was important for me to have Carl on today so I can give you guys uh, an example of what it's like to be trained by myself. And uh, remember that what you're going through, someone else may be going through it as well and vice versa. So you never know who you can help just by asking a question. doesn't have to be me, just somebody. So you can get an outsider's perspective because sometimes we can get into our head and not see the big picture. But that's it for today. I'm your host, Shavisha. As always, I'm going to keep it short, sweet, and to the point. So that's my time, y'all. See you next week. Bye.